Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we focus on a specific astrology topic. And today we're going to be discussing the main energies of October 2022 because we have a full lineup of astrology unfolding throughout this month, making it a big energetic experience and also helping us transition into some new opportunities, directions, and choices in our lives. Now, there is a long list here of what is unfolding this month. And what we're going to be touching on in this episode includes the fourth and final Saturn-Uranus square, which is happening for basically the first half of October. That's when the energy is the biggest. That's when there is more coming up. And keep in mind, I did do a separate podcast episode for you on that specific topic. So we will include it in today's show, but I'm not going to do a deep dive because we have more to discuss, including the air grand trines that are unfolding throughout the middle of October. This is where we're going to have some openings coming through, and I'm excited to go into this topic with you. We'll also have the Scorpio eclipse happening at two degrees of Scorpio in your chart. This is a solar eclipse, and it's exactly conjunct Venus, adding in more flair here to the energy signature. We're also going to have Jupiter retrograde re-enter Pisces going to the final degrees of the zodiac again. So this is going to be significant. Then by the end of the month, Mars in Gemini will station retrograde, and that will be interesting in how we evaluate and tap into our choices, decisions, and also looking at Mars as a teacher. Gemini is all about what we're learning, what we're taking in, what we're perceiving, how we're communicating, what we're saying. And Mars in this sign is activating more of those habits, patterns, and intentions within us as we look at what we're learning through the power of our words and our thoughts. Now, not only do we have all of this happening in October, but also towards the end of the month, Venus will be conjunct the sun as they travel together in Libra and then enter Scorpio together. And in fact, that's also part of that Scorpio solar eclipse at two degrees where Venus is conjunct the sun. So a very interesting mix of energies. We're going to cover all of it in today's show and look at what the story may be unfolding in your life. What is happening? What is coming up for you in your own consciousness? Now, as I mentioned, I'm not going to do a deep dive into the fourth and final Saturn-Uranus square because I did a separate show for you on that topic, but it is a very important energy. So this is where we have Saturn retrograde in Aquarius at 18 degrees, making a square to Uranus retrograde in Taurus, also at 18 degrees. So both planets are at 18 degrees. Now, they don't meet up by exact minute, but they're in the same degree, which is close enough. And they're making a square, which is pressure, tension. And it's essentially two parts of our consciousness battling or in a state of 
very different expression and trying to figure out what gives. And so in your chart, 18 degrees of Aquarius, 18 degrees of Taurus, these two parts of each of us are coming into some type of disagreement as that can be an energy signature of squares. And then in the square aspect is when we want something to essentially evolve. And it's a bit like applying pressure and waiting for that coal to turn into a diamond. And that could actually be one way to look at October because we've had three previous squares between Saturn and Uranus in 2021. And so here we have them applying this final pressure point in our energies, in our lives, asking us to be very clear and intentional with what each is expressing, needing, and wanting, and also assessing how we handle that type of internal pressure, which is uncomfortable. And it's important to validate that. This is an energy that has discomfort built into it. And you could feel that parts of yourself are going back and forth in some type of pressure or something within you that just feels restless. It doesn't feel like there's peace. It can feel like the energy keeps surging up. And In this particular energy signature in October, Saturn is actually the stronger energy. Now, back in July and August, we had Uranus in Taurus at 18 degrees, and it was very active as it made a conjunction to the North Node and a conjunction to Mars in Taurus, all at 18 degrees. So that point in your chart has been heavily activated. 18 degrees of Taurus in your chart is where there was a bursting through of something that you were meant to realize or see something that the universe wanted you to acknowledge. You could have felt it as an opening, something that triggered you or something that motivated you. Because with Mars coming through, Mars activates. Mars can bring in something that is even more dynamic. Mars can also bring in the energy for forward movement. So that was very strong in July and August. Well, now Uranus is retrograde, retracting and reviewing. And of course, the North Node has moved on and Mars has moved on. So we are done with that intense focus on that Taurus part of your chart. So here in October, it's interesting how the energy shifts now to focusing on Saturn in Aquarius and what is coming up for you in this part of your life, this part of your reality, especially as Saturn stations direct at 18 degrees of Aquarius and 35 minutes. That happens on October 23rd at 7.12 a.m. Eastern Time, if you want the exact details of when Saturn stations direct. And this means that Saturn is completing a review phase. There is energy here that is suggesting we're going to understand what 
we're ready to move towards next. And I feel like what this Saturn in Aquarius has been reviewing, and I always think of this as sitting down at the desk and reviewing documents, information, details, really checking in on your life path because Saturn in Aquarius is connecting us to those timelines. And this has been in effect since June. June 4th is when Saturn stationed retrograde at 25 degrees of Aquarius. So the energy that Saturn is looking at is between 18 and 25 degrees of Aquarius in your chart. And Saturn is checking in on the plan. What is the plan going forward? Where am I directing my energy that's in alignment with what I want for the future? Saturn is a builder, very methodical, very aware of what needs to come together in order for the plan to unfold, in order to have things line up in a very clear manner. So what we've been reviewing since early June is our next steps. And what matters to us? What do we take forward? What is essential and what is not? Saturn is very discerning. Saturn gives a yes or a no. And so we have been evaluating our lives, our worlds, and understanding what our priorities are now. And Saturn wants us to have an understanding of where we can go. And what is especially lovely about this is how supported Saturn is this month in bringing together that plan, the new ideas, the new concepts, the new direction, because Saturn is a key player here in October and is going to give you an outlet for this energy that we're feeling, especially the first half of October between that Saturn Uranus square. Saturn is supported through multiple trines this month that will provide that outlet, that movement for what Saturn has been holding and working through. So because Saturn has been retrograde since June, there has been that internalization and figuring out the plan, the next steps. Now as Saturn stations direct and then makes a trine to various planets, the solutions, connections, next steps become clearer. So I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. But first, it's important to consider the bigger conversation that's been going on as Saturn has been interacting with Uranus four times in the past nearly two years. And this has been deeply frustrating as well as part of the ascension energies that we're meant to be working with because this is an ongoing square that is reprogramming us, asking us to go deeper into ourselves, into our energies, into where we have resisted parts of our growth, parts of our wisdom, the resistance of our own knowingness. And that is part of what this Saturn in Aquarius has been holding, stabilizing, and working through. But because of the squares to Uranus, it's certainly been a much more intense ride. It's been more of a roller coaster. It hasn't been as simple to express or even know what that might be. So I feel like 
The Saturn-Uranus square that has really been dominating some big energies, at least astrologically, is tapping us into more of our own cosmic intelligence, more of our own deeper connection to our self-worth and self-value that Uranus in Taurus has been blasting away. It's basically been boom goes the dynamite and shows you what you're really expressing, believing, and experiencing in your own self-worth, self-love, self-acceptance, which are the deeper energies of Taurus. So with all that deep work going on in the Taurus energies, now it switches, as I said, to the Saturn in Aquarius that has a deep knowingness. Now, how does my new sense of self-worth, self-value fit into where I'm going? How do these pieces harmonize? How do these pieces come together? Because both Taurus and Aquarius are fixed signs, they are persistent, and they are stubborn. And so they don't just release something. In fact, they hold on tighter. It's like if you try to grab it away from a fixed sign, they're just going to clutch it in closer to their chest and say, no, no, I'm not going to let this go. But we've been required to look at what am I holding on to? Is it in alignment with what I'm learning about my self-love? Is it in alignment with understanding what I'm truly worthy of in this lifetime? And is it in alignment with where I'm going, what my future self is opening up within me? And is it in alignment with my own soul knowingness? And so we are deeply reprogramming and recalibrating these internal messages that could very well be showing up as external messages in your life, depending on where Saturn and Uranus are transiting in your chart. So what we're now moving into is this conversation that Saturn and Uranus have been having since early 2021. There's more doors opening now as Saturn is going to be receiving a supportive trine from the sun in Libra at 18 degrees on October 11th and 12th. And this trine, of course, happens once a year, every time the sun is in Libra. But this year, it is more impactful because the sun is going to connect with Saturn and there's going to be clarity. Think of the sun in Libra shining a light on what it means for you to share your energy in the world and basically revealing choices, revealing what needs to be in balance within you. And then after the sun makes that trine to Saturn, the sun then moves forward and makes a trine to Mars in Gemini. And so what we have here is the energetic connection of all three air signs, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. This is called a grand trine in air signs. Now it's not exact, but it is still very much in play. And it's important energy in this month because this is where the openings are happening. So the sun in Libra is highlighting your partnerships, connections, relationships, essentially how you share your value and your worth with others. So it's interesting because we've been talking about the strong Taurus energy we've had. Well, Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus is your personal value system. Venus is also the ruler of Libra, 
Libra is how you take that personal value system and exchange your energies with others. So we have a focus, as we do every Libra season, on people in our world, people in our lives, our one-on-one connections, people that we interact with, people that you work with. This, of course, can be your colleagues. It can also extend to customers, clients, and then anyone in your life that you are in contact with social with, getting to know. So what I mean is this isn't strangers, okay? The Libra energy are people in your world. Now we talk about Aquarius and that can be more acquaintances. So people kind of further out, further out of your inner circle. But Libra is who you choose to connect with. So the sun in Libra shines a light on these connections, on what matters to you in them connects to Saturn in Aquarius, who is showing you where to go with your life, what matters for you for the long term, and then asks you to consider who is in alignment with that, where does that sync up for you, what have you realized about your next steps, or even where you want to be in, let's say, five years, ten years, and how are you connecting to that potential version of reality? So the air signs are not only about interactions, ideas, talking, communicating, what we express, but it's also your internal thought process. And as these energies sync up in the air signs, there's an expansion of them. Because then as the sun energizes and shines a light on Saturn, something clicks and comes into gear. Then as the sun in Libra moves forward, it's going to get to... 24 degrees of Libra about a week later and make an exact trine to Mars in Gemini. And so Mars in Gemini is saying, let's go for it. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. Mars in Gemini can be very playful and open to whatever may unfold. There can be this flexibility as well as like this looseness with Gemini where it's like, sure, I'm up for anything. Let's go for it. And so what we have with this energy is an activation of what Saturn in Aquarius, again, has been holding and sitting with. And as this Saturn interacts with the sun and Mars, there's movement, there's flow, there's a release valve. And the air grand trine is essentially a triangle. And you can see it as a triangle in your chart. But it's also what I'm seeing is that it can directly connect to what your third eye chakra is realizing where the ideas are taking shape, perhaps taking new shape, coming into new form, and they are shifting your own vision and perhaps even your own consciousness around what is possible for you at this time. The air grand trine, because it's a triangle, it's also a closed circuit of energy, meaning It will keep flowing and connecting effortlessly, but that doesn't mean it's open to external energies. 
This is the case with every grand trine, where it can be closed to what other people think, what other people say. And so it's interesting when you look at this in regards to the air signs, which are typically relational and social and about communication. And you could experience this on a whole spectrum of energies where you're very much aware and open of the other conversations, ideas, what people are saying, what's coming through. Or you could feel that the energy within you is closed and that you're concentrating and focused on what's happening in your own world. And that is what's energizing you. That's what's motivating you. So there's different ways to experience the grand trines. And what I feel is happening at an energetic level is I'm seeing it as that third eye chakra is shifting gears. It's moving into a new understanding of something. Perhaps it's a new understanding of what that Saturn in Aquarius has been holding for you. Perhaps it's something that you've already been thinking about. In fact, any area of your life where you have been over-processing, overthinking, exhausted, like having that mental fatigue from everything going on in your mind, this is a time period here in the middle of October, starting with the Aries full moon, in fact, on October 9th, October 9th, going through the middle of the month where the energies start to flow. They start to open up and you could feel some powerful shifts in what you are visioning and also in your deep soul knowingness. And that's what I feel is being activated here because Saturn is the dominant energy. Saturn has been patiently waiting for us to understand something around our own soul wisdom, our internal knowingness, the experiences we've had across multiple lifetimes. And you could have something come in or come through, especially if it's been a pattern, something that you've been through repeatedly, that now the energy is shifting and you see it in a new light. Because I'm actually seeing this as the third eye chakra being expanded with new light codes from that sun in Libra, and it's bringing in objectivity. Now, the air signs are good at being clear, objective, and essentially unemotional around information. And so if there is something that you've been sitting with and it has that emotional charge to it, or it's been intense, or it's just been something that you've been holding in your emotional body, This is where information can come in that provides perspective and says, hey, step back. It's bigger than what maybe you're feeling. It's not personal. This can be important too if you are an empath or highly sensitive. This energy is going to help you detach and understand what you're meant to know, what you're meant to understand. And as this grand trine unfolds, again, the key dates are going to be October 9th until about, let's say, October 20th as that's when the conversation is going to be the loudest. This is when you could have new understandings, higher understandings from your soul's knowingness of what you've been moving through, of what you've been learning. 
Now, during this time period, we have the energy of Venus in Libra coming through. She's also going to trine Saturn and then trine Mars. And when Venus comes through, she brings in the support and the people especially in Libra. She brings in something of assistance, something that makes you feel good. And this can show up as a person, as a feminine energy, as some type of archetype. But Venus in Libra comes through and when she works with Saturn in Aquarius, she gets a solid go for it. Thumbs up. Yes, you're approved. Then she connects with Mars in Gemini who brings in the action, the energy, the next steps. I feel like there's something that could even stabilize in relationships and that's because of how both Venus and Mars are relationship energies and they are working with Saturn, who is about commitment, responsibility, maturity, and the long term. So this could be a time period too where not only it's supporting those healthy relationships, but helpfully it's also maybe bringing you insights into what Venus rules around finances, money, creativity, uh, what you want to invest in that feels good for you. And then the conversation continues on when Mercury in Libra comes into the dynamic, also making a trine to Saturn in Aquarius and then making a trine to Mars in Gemini. When Mercury enters in, Mercury brings in another perspective to consider, more information from other people, which is often the case when Mercury is in Libra, where you're having a conversation and someone says something and you're like, oh my gosh, that's it. Yes, that's what I need. That's what I was waiting on. So this is where the social component of Libra can really be amplified. It could feel like you're just in more conversations as well. So Mercury in Libra enters the chat connects to Saturn in Aquarius, who's about the bigger picture, and this helps with the plan, whatever that might be, because for all the ways that Saturn in Aquarius is about the bigger picture plan, Mercury is about the details and specifics and also what is the right fit. So this is where things could line up and feel stronger. Then Mercury connects with Mars and Gemini, and this is often a very chatty combo, especially because they're both in air signs, but this is where Mars is ready to take action on those ideas and basically wants things to move ahead. So again, a lot of energy here in the air signs in the middle of October, a lot going on that is giving us new insights, new understandings, and it's connecting us ultimately to something deeper that you're meant to know about yourself. What have you been learning? What have you been understanding? How has that been evolving you and shifting you and growing you? How has that opened up your perspective on your life, on what's possible, on what you can do next, and the individuals who are a fit for that. And I realize that could even be really specific, but I guess the bigger energy theme here is that the air signs want us to stay open, to stay mentally open, to stay open to new perceptions, new perspectives, new ways of viewing who you are, your own journey, what you're choosing. So this is a time when mental reprogramming is highlighted. 
And you could surprise yourself by the new choices you make or the next direction you go because there's something here too where the energy does want to move. Now I'm going to fast track to the end of the month, which is when we have Mars stationing retrograde at 25 degrees of Gemini. And this happens on October 30th. And so here we have a Mars that has been highly energized and wants to go. And now as he slows down to fully stop, he's going to stop and think. And Mars really doesn't want to fully stop. Mars prefers to keep moving, to keep running. In Gemini, he's a sprinter. But now he has to come to a full stop and then is going to go what we call backwards or retrograde. And what's going to happen is this Mars is then going to reconnect again with Saturn in Aquarius. That will actually be exact the end of November, beginning of December when they're both at 19 degrees. But what we're experiencing with this Mars retrograde in Gemini is a review of our choices, a review of the information in front of us, a review of what we've been doing because Mars is the doingness, and is it really serving the long-term goals or the long-term perspective of your life? And so Mars is actually, I feel benefited by this retrograde, and that's because Mars wants to move fast and Gemini does too. So you have these energies that naturally want to be in motion and get a lot done, but they can also be very scattered. Now Mars has to be very intentional during this retrograde where there's things that could come to light or new information comes up or something that you missed the first time. Mars in retrograde is essentially Mars learning to run backwards, which is awkward, and it is about developing a new skill set or understanding a new rhythm, a new way of working with what you've got. And so this is where we're going to discover, again, information we didn't know, things that we weren't aware of, something else comes to light, all of that comes up. And in fact, the Mars retrograde in Gemini can feel like a really big Mercury retrograde. I'm just gonna say it. It could feel like a big Mercury retrograde since Gemini is ruled by Mercury and Gemini is about our communications, our technology, our daily travels, our siblings, what is happening in our immediate environment. All of that can be amplified and even be a little more frustrating with Mars retrograde and Gemini. So this is where we are learning to pace ourselves, to go slower, to not make assumptions, to not jump to a conclusion before we have more information. So Mars is backtracking. I did a separate podcast episode for you on this topic uh, because it is a big one. And so by the end of October, you could feel that there's something you just want to sit with. So throughout October, you have the ideas, the, the conversations, a lot going on. You could also feel that something is shifting in your internal perceptions, that your third eye chakra, I see it growing and expanding 
with, again, these new light codes that look like this bright yellow and also a very clear crystalline energy that is part of what is coming through. It's like this interwoven, really beautiful energy that is giving us more clear sight. And that is also connected to our clairs. So you could feel that your clairvoyance opens, your claircognizance, your clairsentience, any of the clairs can open up and you could have a new higher understanding of something and then Mars retrograde slows it all down. And I feel this too as part of the intentional embodiment of these energies where the universe is saying, okay, we've just given you a lot or you've just had another awakening or another higher understanding. Now we're going to dial it down and slow it down so that you have time to truly integrate this. And think about how much we use our minds every day, how fast they can be or how much stimuli they're taking in. Sometimes it can just be on autopilot. This can be an opportunity during the Mars retrograde where you're intentionally thinking things through even more. You're asking new questions. You're sitting with something longer. You're not making assumptions. You're not jumping to a conclusion, especially based on anything from the past. And this actually has a lot of energy to it here in October where this Air Grand Trine, is asking you to think of things in a new way, to allow it to shift the dial or to move something forward because the reprogramming that we are undergoing is very intense, but we can miss things. Our mind can miss things, especially if it's stuck on a loop or if it's assuming anything from the past. And I'm feeling this as... The mind can be holding the Rolodex files of what you've been through in this lifetime and making choices based on those Rolodex files of inventory information, past events, things you've been through. And the universe is saying, let's expand this so that, yes, you know what you've been through and that can be a good little collection to be aware of, but now broaden your horizons. Open up and keep growing so that your consciousness is expanding and it's not stuck in something just because it's familiar. So thinking of things in a new way, being open to new information, understanding who you are now in a new and higher light. All of that is a strong energy signature of these air grand trines in October. And then the Mercury retrograde at the end of the month is going to provide more integration and embodiment time to make sure that it really lands. Because again, Gemini, it can be very scattered and restless. Gemini can be flaky and Gemini can let things go. It's almost like, oh, did I say yes to that? I totally forgot. I totally forgot I was supposed to meet you for coffee. And so when Mars and Gemini slows down, it can be much more intentional with its words. And yes, I did say I would meet you for coffee. Yes, I even slowed down and I put it on my calendar. And so this is where we can work with the energies, but it is going to be a shift in how we normally move through our days. 
So after these strong air grand trine energies with the planets moving through Libra, then they enter Scorpio. So the sun and Venus enter Scorpio together on October 23rd, and then they experience the Scorpio solar eclipse on October 25th at two degrees of Scorpio. And here we have Venus directly conjunct the sun and the moon, and she's in her detriment. She's not strong in Scorpio. This is also two degrees of Scorpio at the beginning of Scorpio. So this is where we're in the phase of something coming up before it's transformed. The end of Scorpio is the phoenix rising. The end of Scorpio is the emotional truth and the higher wisdom. But at the beginning of Scorpio, there's something that can be the fear. There's something that you're meant to see. There's something that you're meant to tap into to evolve. And that doesn't have to be a fear. It can just be something in yourself that you didn't realize before. And because it's a solar eclipse, which is a new moon, and it's working with Venus, we are understanding more of our own hidden truths of what we really are passionate about or desire. And I feel like the Venus influence can certainly bring in, do I feel worthy of that? Can I experience that? Can that happen for me? And I also feel like because it's at the beginning of Scorpio, we're accessing some unconscious parts of our psyche that maybe we haven't been in contact with for a while almost like discovering a new box in the attic. Well, it's new to you if you just discover it, but you didn't know it had been sitting there for decades. It's like, oh, what is this? I didn't realize this was here. Let's unpack it. And that's a bit of what this Scorpio solar eclipse is. It's unpacking something within you that reveals more of that Scorpio wisdom, passion, truth, desire, Also something in yourself to fully love and accept that maybe you've been struggling with. Maybe there's something here that is showing you, oh wow, I need to focus on this or do some work on this or I didn't realize I had a fear around this. So there is an intensity with this Scorpio solar eclipse and it's meant to keep evolving us, which is how we move through Scorpio season. I'm going to have a separate podcast episode for you on this eclipse energy, so we'll dive into it more in that episode. And then a few days after the Scorpio solar eclipse, we have Jupiter retrograde re-entering Pisces, where it will go back to 29 and then 28 degrees of Pisces, stationed direct on November 23rd at 28 degrees, 47 minutes of Pisces, and then move forward. And in fact, Jupiter is going to be direct until next September. So Jupiter is going to be moving and expanding and growing us. And that is a wonderful perspective to be aware of that There's something about this particular Jupiter retrograde that is asking you to clear out anything that has been stuck in your emotional body. Now, remember how earlier this year, Jupiter had a very big conjunction with Neptune and Pisces. It happened at 23, 24 degrees of Pisces, and then Jupiter moved forward. 
Now Jupiter is re-entering Pisces, and this is where we're checking in on our own clearing and cleansing process. And in Pisces, especially the last two degrees of Pisces, this is where there's meant to be a void, an opening, and this can feel very unsettling to the mind, to the ego. But in fact, the last few degrees of Pisces are where the energies are ego-less, meaning they've fully surrendered, they've fully released, they see the bigger picture of a journey or a lesson or something you've been moving through. They understand that, okay, this has been a lot that I've been on and I've cleared out as much as possible. So Jupiter re-entering Pisces at the last two degrees of the whole zodiac wheel is especially significant for honoring yourself and your healing journey, looking at what you have cleared out, the changes you've made, especially since that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. This could also be where you realize the changes you haven't made, what you didn't let go of, what you didn't release or move through. And now Jupiter in Pisces is amplifying the last call. Last call What are you looking to transform and release? What are you looking to transmute? This energy certainly works with the emotional body and I'm feeling it as anything you've been emotionally holding onto related to karma and soul contracts. What are you still maybe unconsciously or consciously moving through that has been in the emotional body Because this Jupiter in Pisces is going to help you let go of it, is going to help you release it so that your energy has more openings for what's next. So that you're energetically cleansed and clear and pure for what comes in next. And this can be a beautiful time to also sit with spirit to deeply connect with your higher self and to honor your own growth, especially because we've been experiencing this ongoing parade of Pisces energies since 2003. And I just had a separate podcast episode for you on that. Well, here comes Jupiter and Pisces back into the mix and asking you to look at how have you grown? What have you learned? What have you come to understand? And how has it also prepared you for the next chapter that you're ready to move into? I'm going to have another podcast episode for you on this topic because I think that Jupiter in Pisces is an important energy as we close out 2022. And so we end the month of October reconnecting more deeply to our emotional body. And this is amplified by not only Jupiter re-entering Pisces, but the Scorpio solar eclipse and then the planets in Scorpio as we will have the Sun, Venus, and Mercury all in Scorpio ready to dig deep. Scorpio is the investigator, the detective. Tell me more. Let's research this. And in fact, I often think of it as how we are guided into more of our soul records, our Akashic records, into more of the truth of various soul contracts, into more of our karmic energies with others, into what we have been magnetizing in 
that maybe it's time to elevate and shift and do in a new way. So the Scorpio energy always brings us in deeper to our own psyche, wants us to know what we really need and wants us to ultimately connect with our own power. So we're moving into some very big energies, not only at the end of October, but by then we're in eclipse season and eclipses are always about change, shifts, doing something in a new way or accelerating ourselves. But at the same time, the eclipses can show us what is unfinished and what needs to be energetically resolved in order to move forward. So October is a lot of energy as we have the Saturn Uranus square, the first half of the month. Then we have the ongoing air grand trines with Saturn being a very prominent featured energy. Then we move into Scorpio season, which is also eclipse season and includes Jupiter retrograding into Pisces and Mars stationing retrograde. So this is a big month on many levels of our being. And it's working with, again, that third eye chakra opening up to more of your soul's knowingness, as well as understanding what you're karmically completing, especially in your emotional body. The end of the month could be a new understanding of what matters to you in this lifetime. There could be something bigger revealed to you. You could see more of what you have been growing through and going through that has deeply shifted you in a way that potentially only you know. Now, another thing I want to add before I sign off is that these Libra and Scorpio energies are relational energies. They're how we relate, how we connect, how we are vulnerable, open, genuine, authentic with people in our lives. And that could be another big theme here that you're experiencing throughout the month. I will be talking about these energies in the weekly podcast every Wednesday. So I didn't try to cram all that in because we already had enough to go through in this episode, but know that relationship themes become even bigger at this time and there could be bigger shifts for you in those parts of your life or in your world. And of course, this does relate to your relationship with yourself and how much that has grown and evolved as well. So we will continue going into these energies as we move through October. Be sure and check out my October Soul Growth Astrology program where we look at the Aries full moon, the Scorpio solar eclipse, and the transiting energies of the month. When you use coupon code Scorpio, you get the full thing for only 11 bucks. And also a reminder to all of you who are in the 2022 Soul Growth Astrology program, which is the full look at the major astrology of this year, Be sure and sign back in on my website so that you can look at what these eclipses are bringing up for you. And if you don't already have this program, I have it on sale for you because we're closing out the year and you can get the 2022 Soul Growth Program for only 11 bucks with coupon code BY2022. That's B-Y-E. I'll put the links below this podcast so you can check them out. And these programs are designed for you to follow along with your natal chart to see how the transiting energies are working with you, how these eclipses are going to impact you, and basically what's coming up for you at a much more personal level. 
So as always, I'll be back on Wednesday with another podcast episode for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this has given you a good heads up on the major themes of October 2022. Oh, and I know I didn't mention the Aries full moon coming up on October 9th, but that's because I have a video for you already on YouTube going through that chart. So please check that out as well. So I'll see you back here very soon, wishing you a beautiful month ahead. And as always, take good care as we continue through the big energies of our lives.